Newcastle's best maids. Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London. There's a one in four chance to win with the Monopoly game now at Macca's. Ends October 24. For full terms, visit mcdonalds.com.au. Welcome to the Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London podcast. It's 106.9. Hey guys, before we get into this podcast, um, this is the first time I think we've ever had to do this, uh, but uh, we need to put a little uh, sensitivity disclaimer on this. Yeah, if you've got some young ears in the car, there's some, um, Ash there's some salacious stuff that is coming up. Ash makes me get weird, Gilly. Yeah, and look, if you've heard the podcast before, you know we're a bit looser than normal. Yep. This even goes to the point where we need a disclaimer, so. Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. You've been warned. <laughs> it's Nick Jastarko and Lando. Welcome to the potty team. Oh, welcome. What a week Brazil it's been. Nuts, sorry. Week one. <laughs> Don't week eat the one. Brazilian nuts, mate. You know, you know. The biggest nut. Would you say the yeah, biggest nut you've ever had is the Brazilian nut? I'm happy when I suck my husband's <laughs> balls. <laughs> yo, yo. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, you loved it up there, Ducko. I did. I didn't know what she did I mean, with it. I'm still learning about Ash. Down. I didn't know how she'd like that. <laughs> uh, well, it's a podcast. It's yeah. a podcast. Oh, Lucy Goosey. Let's let Say it go. Who want. knows? I might swear in one of these one day. You know, Nick ha- Nick never swears in real life, Ash, like at all, ever. That's true. He doesn't do it. He says flip. Um, wow. I do if I'm impersonating someone who's sworn. I think it's good to have, yeah, that's you know, time. what yeah. is it? Verisimilitude in a situation when you're reenacting it. Yeah. But uh, other than that, if you're yeah. yeah. I need I, to swear less. It's, it's, a lazy, it's a lazy way to talk for someone whose job is to talk. Well, you know? I, I do every now and then, but I, I do it for impact, which is why I save it up. I yeah. think they're supposed to be impact words, and if you do it too much. But, mate, nothing's better than a good buck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I love a good buck. Mm, yeah. I love it. Yeah. 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 Come on, Gilly, go and do it. Nah, oh. to see, I don't need to. Uh, even when you scare him, it. he doesn't. Even no. when you scare him, he's no, like, my oh, net. dang nabbit. Oh, flip and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is legit. <laughs> Oopsie daisies. <laughs> dang nabbit's my yeah, personal no, five. Good on you, you've, um, yeah. you've been learning all about Gilly this week, though, Ash. Um, you, you understand the I have. Idiot. Um, yeah. Because here's the thing, when people in the radio world hear that I'm doing this show, they go, oh, you know, oh, Nick, Nick's so lovely. Oh, what a lovely guy. People just keep saying how nice and lovely he is. And I say, yes, yes, that's all very true. Mm. But But he's a weirdo. also very weird. Yeah, you're weird. He's a fruitless. Which I love. Yeah. It's wonderful. Embrace the difference, you know? Yeah. Mm. And what what do they say about Daho? Like, he's just a... He's a fucking legend. Like, you know. They go, Ducko, Ducko. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, the so you're all pros. Everyone loves you guys. Yeah, no, yeah. And everyone goes. Can't talk to me and now. I'm, and, yeah, anyway. What, what, no, what's um, that last bit? You finished that? You finished what you were going to say? Nothing. No, go on. <laughs> no, was, no, it's actually Lane. Now that we've built it up. Oh, okay. Right. Everyone knows that I have, my first ever boss in radio was the boss on this show, Oh, James. right, right, so right. So most people just are like, oh, you, you just. You know, you're just helping him Jace. out. Yeah, he's yeah. just helping Jace out. But it, I would never help him out if it didn't serve me very well. Yes. And this has served me very well because yeah. I love working with you guys every day. Has Ducker had his lovely. shirt off in front of you yet? Because <sighs> oh, like it's it's rare it? that a week no. would pass that that yeah. doesn't happen. Because I did it last. Oh uh, yeah, last, last Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. Yeah, you haven't had the pleasure. Um, How rude! Uh, no, it will happen. <laughs> it'll, 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 it'll happen when you least expect it. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Oh uh, uh, yeah, no, I do. I mean, respectfully, I do get lots of this <laughs> all the time. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, we <laughs> if up you got it, flaunt it, because eventually you won't have it, and then you look at photos of yourself from ten years ago and go, 
What? If I look oh. like that now, I'd never have clothes on. Uh, have she will be 80 and, and shredded. It's yeah, like he will be. Right now. His dad is nearly 70 and he still looks amazing. Yeah. It's like you don't drive a Ferrari to leave it in the garage, Gilly. Well, when that's you, true. When you oh got it. You know what I mean? When you got but Ash is also <laughs> true. I remember the day that uh, I broke my leg playing football and I knew that I would be gotten rid of at the end of the year. Yes. And I, yeah. I got in the shower after coming back from the hospital and I looked in the mirror and I thought to myself, this is a grim thought, I was just like... Soak it in, mate, because this is the best yeah. you're ever going to yeah. look for the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wish I had that. And did you? Uh, did you? <laughs> did you joke off to yourself? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> what the? Frick? The I podcast did not. is so wrong. That, we can't be putting that in the podcast. Bleep that out! You at said least. sucking your husband's nuts, and I'm not to say joke off over your own body. Come on, where's They're the two stand? very different things. One's an act of love with another person. The other is just peak that, If you can't love yourself, who can you love, Ash? <laughs> yeah, Ducko has done it. There's yeah. so much unsaid in, in that question this. that my, we don't need oh to delve God. into. No, no, no. My mate owns uh, like a, a gym franchise, which is 24-7 gyms, and they have like obviously the cameras there. He says <gasps> overnight people, swear to God, go in like 3 a.m., they get fully naked and do bicep curls in front of the mirror. <laughs> Not a word of a lie. He that says, is he says It happens more often than you'd think. Yeah. Wow. So like getting naked and curling in front of the mirror by yourself in a 24-7 gym. How are you? Like, yeah, love your body or whatever. How can you be aroused by yourself? I don't know, mate. Self. Well. Yes, you do. <laughs> Pretend, like you <laughs> I'm just beating it up, it's guys. It's a mystery. Hmm, geez, people, Why do you think right? there's a full-length mirror in his garage gym? <laughs> uh, I wish I had that. I actually do need a full-length mirror in there. Anyway, it's not about me. This is about the team. And uh, this has been this has been fun. I don't know what we'll keep of this in the. Well, oh, I'm all. not cutting yeah. shit. <laughs> at least put you yeah. at least need to put like a. And I disclaimer. hope it has happened. A disclaimer on the the star because oh. you know, yeah, young kids. Yeah, we talk okay. about yeah, yeah, yeah. Ash talks about you know. We don't point. have a disclaimer handy. You want to quickly do one now, Ash, and I'll cut it in the top. Uh, we'll, we'll do it at the top. We'll just actually properly do oh, that. Oh, sorry. Top. Okay, yeah. never mind. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, you'll <laughs> have already heard that by now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ash, you've obviously never met my mother. She actually says to say hi to you, by the way. Um, What's her name? Kate is her name. Kate? Yeah, Kate. You didn't... No. With a C, though. Oh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, she spells it with a C. She changed it. Yeah. Kate, you don't like the name? You don't... I love the name. Oh. I just, for that vintage, I don't know. I didn't expect a Kate. Kate, Kate to it was, me, it was Catherine. Like it was Catherine. Sub 40. It was Catherine, and she changed it to Kate, so... I think usually people of her vintage would change Catherine to Kathy, but Kate yeah. I prefer. She so hates Kathy. Broad and I love her. Yeah, she yeah, hates she Kathy. Would. Hates it. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Mum's you know Mum's a bit of fun. She's a good time. Uh, she's great fun. She listens in obviously a fair bit. She still gets confused about daylight saving. She's in Queensland, bless her. They never know how to work it out. All oh, right, I thought yeah. you were going to say yeah. gets confused between who's Ducko, who's Nick, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> You're talking about science a lot. No, Mum, that's not me. <laughs> Do you have six-year-old twins, Ducko? Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> gonna meet when can I meet the grandkids? <laughs> but she said something to me yesterday, which I felt all parts disgusted, but all parts really proud of my mum. Mm. So mm. on this show, I came on a couple of days ago and spoke about the book I'm reading, the series Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Mass, that my wife is reading. And I read you guys out a passage. Gilly's reading it. Gilly's wife's also reading it. And Gilly's wife's into it as well. Yeah. I, read you I did a- go to the bookshop in Newcastle to try and get it sold out. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people have been messaging our Instagram about the book yeah. too, the horn dogs, yeah. because I read out a passage which was very sexual because some of the, they have sort of like sex scenes between fairies and humans and all sorts of things. Yeah, and I read a bit out and it was like it was touch and go if I could read it anyway on the radio and it gets very detailed. Mum's heard it and mum, mum's called me yesterday and we're just chatting, chatting away and then she just slides into conversation. 
What was that? Um, what was that book you mentioned on the radio as well? Oh. <laughs> and book book no, five. Was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, when did I mention it? Throwing a glove. You mean when I mentioned the sex scene? She's like, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, was that what I mentioned? All right, please tell me she asked the page number as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, if you want... go to her house and see some, like, fairy costume <laughs> arrive from like, Amazon, then we really need to be worried. Uh, but I was very just like, oh, man, that's gross. Now you want that. Obviously, told it to her. But then part of me was kind of like, good on you, Mum. You go, Mum. Yeah, nice. <laughs> my dad's still, like, to know that my parents are still doing it is like, you know, that gives me hope. Yeah. You know, I, I, I enjoy that, you know. Well, it's funny. We all hope that we're having sex well into our, That's you know, it. I don't know, older age. Yeah. So our parents should be able to enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. You know? So, uh, Gilly? I, don't wanna, I, I agree. I want them to. I just don't want to think about it. Yeah. Well, no. I'll have you know, Burn, your mum messaged me as well. <laughs> she also wants in. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone uh, too far. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. With our dogs being treated like humans. We've gone too far because already, as I just mentioned, we've got the pup fit, which is a fit bit for your dog. So you can find out how many steps the dog does in a day. That is, I would love to know how many, how many steps little Pammy does. Put on its little paw. I would love to put one on Gianni, Jess's dog, because it would be like four. I think we'd do none. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've got the puppuccino, which is the cappuccino for your dog. I order that sometimes for Pam. Yeah. Gets it everywhere. Spills it. it. It's just froth. It's just milk. milk. Yeah, just froth and milk, really. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. And you can get, I get dog ice cream for her sometimes from the cafes. Oh, my gosh. It's bone broth and pumpkin something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, they've done very well on the name of this. I won't lie. But there are now barcuterie boards. Yes, that's right. It's a charcuterie board for your pooch. Yes. So um, what's happened is Pet Circle, Australia's largest online pet supplies store, has gone to 18 dog-friendly venues. So these are like cafes. In New South Wales, you can go to the winery. You can go to Brewdog and South Everly. They're the two you can go. And here's what you get for 12 bucks. You get some fresh seasonal fruits and veggies. Yes. You get some nut butters. Yes. And you get like some little dog treats as well, all laid out on a chopping board, a chopping board for your dog. Brilliant. Much like how you might if you were a human. Now, beautiful. who's doing this? Ah, well. I would 100% get that for honey. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, the ducker would spend yeah. that 12 bucks on honey. I mean, 12 bucks is pretty, it's a, it's a bargain for me. I would do it's that for sure. worth it for the Instagram then, photo. Then you can have your shakuri board with your partner or whoever you're entertaining and they can have theirs in the corner. Aww. So you're making these at home now as well. Uh, All right, tell me, are you going to get a separate chopping board mm. and make a barcuterie board for Pam at home? And again, I, b- halfway through that question, I already know the answer. Yeah, I probably would. Yeah, and then she can have hers and we can wash it and give it to her repetitively. Like, that's her thing, you know? As long as it's her board, because I have this memory <laughs> burned into my brain. A couple of years ago, I was in Sydney, I was in Bondi at a cafe. And um, we're having a great time eating our breakfast and we look over and a man had been served a burger and chips on a, you know, sometimes they serve a burger and chips on like a wooden um, yeah. cutting board. Yeah, so, annoying. So he's done and uh, wanted to feed the rest of his dog. Fine. But if you're going to do that, you know, you you pick it up and you, you, you hand it to the dog. Yeah. He put the board on the ground oh, no, and let the do dog no. eat it off that. And I was like. <gasps> and it's the like, restaurant's like, board. V- the restaurant's uh, board that humans eat off audibly uh, gasped 
getting the attention of a waiter before, you know, everyone was looking and like pointing and gasping and the waiter was like, no, mate, no. And they would have had to throw that board out because this person thought it was appropriate for their dog to eat off the human cutting board that his burger was on. See, I I would never do that. I don't let Pam eat off our plates. I I don't let her lick the plate or anything like that. I have some standards. We don't don't go that far. Like She rules the house in a lot of other ways, but not that far. She does sometimes get up on your bench and like eat out of a bowl and stuff like that. I mean, if I'm not home, what do I know? (laughs) She can take things wherever she wants. You don't know (laughs) that you're eating the dog's saliva germ or feces in there. That's not going to hurt you. Everyone asks if I get a camera for the dog. Are you going to get a camera? I'm like, no, I don't want to know what she's up to. It doesn't harm me. Have a bum hole on your remote control. <laughs> what? What? She would do. She rubbed her bum hole in the new couch last night, actually. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we set ourselves a challenge yesterday, and this is the results of that very challenge. So, Ash, you were speaking about your little two-year-old man, Buddy, and uh, mm. he's got a little thing that he calls his batar, which is a ukulele, yes? Yep, 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 yep. And, uh, and he loves to play it and make up songs. You shared with us a song that he sung for the family um, about some toilet habits, I suppose. If you missed it, this is little buddy singing his song about the family. Daddy, Now, he went on to say that mummy was doing a poo, that the window was doing a poo. Yeah. Everyone was doing a poo, but we recognise that, like, it's a pretty solid melody. You know, yeah, but- I got, like, three or four DMs from people yesterday after the show, like, I just cannot get that Daddy Doing a Poo song out of my head. Yeah, people, people, they recognise that it is catchy. Yeah. It is catchy. And so we thought, you know, maybe we could actually make this into a little bit of a song. It's, like, got some elements that could really make a good mm. hook. Yep. And so now we present to you... Uh, with a little bit of I haven't from- heard this. I haven't heard this yet, by the way. We need to just say only Nick, you're the only one that's heard this, yep, and I'm very excited. So please, yeah. so if it's go good, on. yes. If it's not good, that was Gilly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's good. It's everyone's. <laughs> so please, uh, Buddy Brian. This is his first ever single. <laughs> this is the Pooh song. It's Buddy Brian, Nick Ash and Ducko, 2023. Is doing a do do is 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 yeah is it you you who 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 is doing a do do tell us now buddy gotta tell us the truth you gotta tell us now buddy gotta tell us the truth I didn't see it going that way. I didn't see it going that way. That was very funny. Ah, what a banger. That's catchy. That's more catchy. That is unbelievable. Um, I must say thanks to SM Productions. Maddie there has helped us out with the track. Oh, yes. Um, You spent all day ferociously working on that. Ferociously in the studio putting that together. Now, can I just say, Ash, that it's disappointing that you laughed over a lot of it (laughs) because we could have had the window doing a poo. We could have had all sorts of stuff, but I couldn't get the clean audio (laughs) to make that sweet, sweet hook. I'm sorry. Uh, Nick, that is... 
I cannot wait to take that home and play that for the family. That is so funny and so wonderful. I am so excited. That is honestly a highlight of my year. Thank you. So one and only Merrick Watts. Uh, he's yes. on the phone. Merrick, mate, what do you yes. think? Good morning. Well, when you said Australian royalty, I went, obviously, they were about to intro me. <laughs> and, then he, and then he said pink, and I went, that's not me. I'm not <laughs> what a letdown. Even I was disappointed to hear that it was me on the radio. You're above royalty, Merrick. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, we're looking forward to you coming to town. Grapes of Mirth is at the Spiegel tent this week. Mate, what do yeah. you got in store for us? We spoke to you last year about the Grapes of Mirth. We loved it. What are people yep. who haven't seen it going to look forward well, to? This um, this weekend, I'm actually at the Spiegelton. I'm doing an Idiot's Guide to Wine. It's produced by Grapes and Mess, so it's our company. But I'm, it's actually like a um, it's a it's a live comedy show. It's like about an uh, about 60, 70 minutes um, of wine tasting. Because I'm a qualified wine expert, what I do is I do a comedy show that's about wine. But cop this, and this is the reason why it's been popular: is that um, you drink six wines during the show, oh, that's six great. different wines during the show. So do you pair you do you pair the wine, Merrick, with the comedy, like the jokes you got? Coming Coming up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the all the comedy, all the jokes are written around the, the six different wines. So I start with one wine and I tell jokes. And I'm not going to lie, most of them are pretty dumb. Um, <laughs> so you, you, you do not have to know anything about wine at all. You just sit there and I make jokes and most of them are pretty childish. And then <laughs> and then uh, you drink the wine and then you move on to the next one. It's Look, <sighs> look at me. I'm a basic person. It's a basic show, but it's about wine. Right. You are not a basic person, Mez. You are like a comedian, a smart dude, very, very fitspo. You've been on our radios and TVs for decades. Mm. Come on, mate. Give yourself some credit, bro. Oh, well, I will take fitspo. I love that. When you say fitspo, I was like, I just imagined myself as a middle-aged mum and liker, and I just went, oh, yeah, you yes. are Lululemon, Mez. <laughs> yes. Look at him. And, uh, um, do you find that... You're a pony. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find that the further you get into the show and the more wine people are drinking, the more heckling you get? Because I would imagine that being a stand-up, the worst part would be when people have had too much to drink and they think they're a comedian too. No, it's the funny thing is that, like, it's it's actually really, really quite um, – it's, it's my favourite show I've ever done in my career. It's the longest show that I've ever toured in my entire career as well. So I've been touring it for almost two years, the show, and we're writing a second version mm. at the moment because it's done so well. But the um, – it, the fact is, is that people kind of like about halfway through, they kind of get a little bit giggly and it's kind of really nice. They just kind of giggle at stuff and just go, oh, that's cool. And then you go, and that's when I realized, I go, oh, it's not that I'm funny. It's that they're half cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Wines. Well, yeah. If, you're, if you're pairing your wines with comedy, can you do it with other stuff? Like what would go well with, say, Seinfeld? Uh, for a wine? Yeah. We... Ooh, that's... That's not so. I would. Oh, I know. Um, a soup. I would get all of the wines, right, and pour it all into a bucket and yeah. make a soup yeah. for Seinfeld. Yeah. So what I did there, I used the Seinfeld reference against you. Very good. No soup <laughs> for right, you. All right. What about uh, what about it. the Big Bang Theory? <laughs> oh, <laughs> in the Big Bang Theory. Okay, I've got another one for that. Is that you have an entire cask of $9 wine, yeah. and then you go and make a baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one, friends. Uh, what are we doing with friends? 
Oh, anything you like. I would probably say um, start with a glass of Riesling and then, I don't know, maybe try some Class A drugs and move on and see what happens. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That was just a joke. That was just a joke. Joking, was, everybody. Don't write an email. No, no, we can edit that out. It yeah. was never said. Nah, that's not going to be a great. No Class A drugs will be consumed at Grapes of Mirth. <laughs> no, no. That's a great thing. Like People who tend to really be into wine as well, like the only drugs they're taking is my lamp. So I just go, oh. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think we'll be okay. It's a uh, safe space. Brilliant. Oh, it sounds like a very fun show. We it's do great. Have, we do have tickets too. 13, 10, 60, double pass. You want to see Merrick Watts uh, with the Grapes of Mirth. It, it's at the Spiegel Tent this weekend. Give us yep. a call. Merrick, mate, you're an absolute legend. We love having you on. Thanks for joining us. Absolute pleasure, guys. We had Merrick Watts on. I've done a dirty team. <laughs> he I've, was uh, trying to tell us I've about his show. I was, it just, I didn't realise I had a little opener sitting in my system here. I fired off thinking I was hitting the song and Merrick was going to talk up to the post. Merrick's still joining us. Merrick, mate, I'm yeah. really, I'm sorry about oh. that. I've let you down. I got absolutely cut off and I went, oh, I've got to stop talking. And I, Look, normally the unprofessionalism on radio is done at my end. But you just decided... <laughs> That you would that you would have to go and use my material. <laughs> I was just trying to out Merrick Merrick. I know. I yeah. know. I was like literally screaming down the phone, but of course I wasn't on air, so it wasn't working. I was going, hang on a second. I'm the only goof off here. And and I was like yelling into a vacuum. <laughs> and how do you react in yeah. those situations? You're just like, oh, maybe I was waffling a little bit just trying to <laughs> He's really tell people off. about the thing that they got me on for. Or are you just That's like, what I thought. I thought, oh, my God, have, have I completely lost my mind? Or have I become irrelevant and not known? That's what I thought. I thought oh, <laughs> my God. Merrick, I had a 12-second intro on the song that I thought was in there, and I didn't realize I had something else above it, mate. It's just rookie on my behalf, and I've just got to – up, you're radio yeah. royalty, and I apologise to you. I've let I've no, let the no. ball. I've dropped the no, ball. No, no, look. I think you explaining um, the, the intricate radio mechanics <laughs> to your listeners is really on point. I think a lot of mums who are in their mid-30s waking up and, and getting the kids ready for school right now want to hear about your 12-second intro that you didn't play. I think this is I think this is award-winning radio that we're making right now. I can smell an acra for you guys. This is amazing. Yeah. Well, well the, ac- the acras is this weekend, man. Yeah, Maybe he's awards. trying to yeah. create oh, himself wow. a new I'm flexing category. some muscles here, yeah. Yeah, okay, for anybody listening, the Acris is Australian Commercial Radio Awards, and I mean, and I have to explain that because unlike the Logies, the public does not care no. about it at all. No, no. The, only, the only people who care about it is the radio industry, and even only 11% of the radio industry yes. are invited or care. <laughs> don't, don't want to go. And you really no, only care no. about the category you're in. Yeah. Correct. Craig, look, this is how much the Acris matter. I've won like seven of them, and they're in a box somewhere. But I wouldn't know because I wouldn't have them on display. I've, I've got a life to lead. <laughs> We've got those awards tomorrow night, actually, Mary. Yeah. So I'll, I'll yeah, send no, you a regards. Having, having said that, they're a wonderful award. If you guys are nominated, they're very, very important. I think they're, uh, they're yeah. an incredible reflection of people's talent and the diversity of radio. Look, they're so, very heavy. Diversity of radio. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, that's the Ash. best joke he's made today, boys. <laughs> Ash, Ash, look around. Look around at the radio <laughs> landscape right now. Like, you can barely find a, a, a white male over 30. It's impossible. <laughs> no. Gosh. Ooh. Oh, that's be good for you guys. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I can say back to that. Uh, I should have left you when I cut you off, Merrick. Uh, yeah, oh, no, Merrick's <laughs> just going, how do we dump him again? How do we, how do we, how do we, how do we just fire a 12-second cue? Uh, Let's get rid of him. 
Well, oh. good, well, Mary, thanks a lot, mate. I'm glad we got you yeah. back on. And yeah. I'm, yeah. You know. Coming up next on Two White Men Who Are Over 30 and Ash. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Looking forward to it. I loved it. I enjoyed the collective sigh at the end that said, oh, <laughs> let's get rid of him. Oh, he's, a, he's a funny guy, but he's, he's said too much. He's revealed the secrets of the industry. He's, he's, taking, the, he's taking the behind the curtain too far. Oh, oh he's shown us the wizard. Stop it. <laughs> All right, it's done. We're out of here. <laughs> Play another intro. <laughs> Love you, Mary. Bye. Now, the internet has been finishing the sentence, I lose all control when, and we would love you to do the same. Give us a call on 13 10 60. What makes you lose all control? Now, my initial thought was that when I asked this of us, um, we would all answer kind of food-related things because I personally, I, Ash London, lose all control when I am at a hotel buffet. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. when there's that many options, the price doesn't change and no matter how much you eat. I lose. I, it's not even the amount I eat. It's what I'm eating. I'm mixing genres. I'm going yeah. all around the world. I'm having curries with dumplings <laughs> with a bit of pizza. Yeah. There's like the rules all go out the window. I don't want to talk. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. I don't even want to drink water because it takes up too much space in my stomach. Yeah. I just want to eat all the food, all yeah. the different yeah. foods, sick. everything weird. Unpop the different. top button before you start and just go. Absolutely. And yeah. I think that's one of the um, biggest regrets of my brief and fairly unsuccessful football career is that mm. we would go to hotels when we're doing traveling games and you would always get yeah. a buffet, mm. but it would be the day before or the day of a game. So you oh. couldn't take full advantage of the buffet. So I was staying in these nice restaurants with amazing buffets and I had to watch yeah. what I ate. I would love oh. to go back and just oh. unbutton the top and go ham. Go on a rip and tear. Yeah. Yeah. So these days, post post AFL, what makes you lose all control? Finish the sentence for me, Nikki. Uh, so I can't have any self-control. I, Nick Gill, lose all self-control when I see a cow because since the twins have been bored, born, they get very excited about seeing cows on the side of the road. They're exciting animals oh. to see. And I found myself going, cow, uh-huh. cow, every time that I see them to the point now where it doesn't matter if the twins are in the car. Nice. I just, as soon as I see a cow, I need to point it out to even nobody. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I understand that. You got it. You got nothing it. brings you more joy than seeing your children experience joy. And once you've trained your brain to look out for something, yeah. it becomes exciting every time. That makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you, Ducker? I, Ducker, lose all self-control when I see something that says do not touch. Oh. I just can't help. If it says do not touch, it's like you, I'm going to touch that. I need to what touch that. What if it's that. wet paint and you know it's going to then transfer the paint onto you? I'll still do it. Concrete, I'll do it. I've done it. <laughs> I'll, I'll write my name in it and then I regret writing my name because it's kind of stupid. Uh, yeah, you know? but I, I get it. I, I can't help it. If like, I see someone that says do not touch, it's like you don't tell me what I can't touch. Like an unlocked mm. staff only door. You're just like, I could go in there. Yeah. The only thing stopping yeah. me is that sign. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. I just can't help it. Yeah. Also, when I catch up with a group of mates and you're like pre, you're pre-planned, like, I'm not going to drink much. It's going to be fine. Then you catch up. Nothing's dumber than a group of boys. And you <laughs> the just lose, you lose all self-control and you just end up drinking way too much. You're like, what have I done? I had a full game plan and everything. I can't do that. Uh, or when I'm at David Jones or Maya and they have like 30% off already reduced prices. Like it's been reduced, but now it's further reduced. I have to buy, even if... 
it's not really the right size or whatever. It's just like the bargain is too much. I'll find someone who want this. I need. I lose control. I, I have to. I, I guess it's probably girl maths. I think that's yeah. verging on <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah, I maths. think it is. It's touching on girl maths. The same yeah. areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, thirteen, absolutely. ten, sixty. I lose all self control when. Give us a call. Finish the sentence. Uh, we do have a hundred bucks to spend at go karts. Go broad meadow up for grabs. So thirteen, ten, sixty. Shannon in Edgeworth. What do you got for us? Mate, US style barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) So you're just getting yourself a huge napkin, tucking it into your collar, and away you go, Shannon. Can't help it. Love the wings, love the ribs. I've even planned Mm. days because I drive some days all day, and I've planned my trips around going to different places to pick some up. And do you do the half-time space clearing poop as well, Shannon, to try and make room? No, there's always room for there's more ribs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my man. Shannon's a seasoned veteran. I yeah. don't think he needs to clear any space. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what that's what we had at my wedding for the catering. We had an American barbecue and there was like brisket, wings, oh, it was yes. so, and then we had like mashed potato mm. and um, macaroni and cheese, oh, garlic bread. Stop. It was just skanky, delicious. Food. Yeah, 7.45, I don't need to get that hungry oh, just no. yet. That was about it. That was brilliant, oh. Shannon. We go to Stephen Rutherford. Steve, you lose all self-control. When? Oh, hey, guys, tell you what, I'm salivating over them ribs and wings. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Steve, man. yeah. All right, boys, got to keep this as PG as possible. So I lose all control when the wife puts her hair up. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, yeah. so when she yeah. needs something, when <laughs> you she know wants it, something... <laughs> Hey, <laughs> Steve, I get it. When the hair goes up, you know. <laughs> does she do it on purpose, mate? Like when, when she's trying to get what she wants and it's not working, does she just no. make eye contact, get her scrunchie out, pull it up? No, I never mentioned eye contact, Ash, but thanks for that. <laughs> there you go. Oh, brilliant, Steve. Steve's going to have a good Friday night. Yeah. Uh, Kristen and Chisholm. Nice. Finish the sentence. I lose all self-control when... Oh, I lose all self control when I see a cob loaf. Oh, just like I just can't deal. It's just my I don't know my my eyes are bigger than my stomach. You know what? I don't think that's uncommon. No, people love yeah. the cob. And are you a uh, just the the plain cob loaf person, or do you like the bolognese cob or all the exotic ones? I haven't actually had a bolognese one, but I'm a bit of a sucker for the I think it's cheese and spinach. Um, but I'm mm. I'm open to anything really. I'm happy to give anything a go. <laughs> Cobloaf, get it in and around my mouth. Uh, All right, Lukey in Newcastle, finish the sentence. I lose all self control when? Oh, when I load marketplace on my phone. (laughs) Is that my father in law, Wazza, on the line? He just sits on marketplace all day looking at utes he doesn't need. What are we buying, Uh, Lukey? I've got so many notifications that pops up on that thing all the time. Um, I know. Last week I bought like three cars. What? what? <laughs> Someone's doing all right. <laughs> what really are you cheap? buying? Yeah. Pardon? What cars are you buying? Okay, so I bought an 03 Triton. It was like 1600 bucks or something. Yeah. I bought a 2001 Hyundai Accent and I bought a 94 Holden Nova. So what? these aren't vintage cars. <laughs> Hyundai no, no. Accent is not something that you're restoring. No, no, no. So this is, I don't know, I don't even know why I bought it. What, what's, right. wrong with, what's wrong with the cars if you get it for 1600 bucks, Surely you're getting lemons. Like, what is wrong with them? Okay, well, the Holden Nova, I only paid 450 <laughs> and it's got 86,000 Ks on it. Yeah. But it needs a fuel pump. So I dropped the tank yesterday and I put a fuel pump in for 80 bucks. Now it's running. Look at him go. There you go. He's a, he's a <laughs> flipping car. my father-in-law's dream. Yeah. He wants to just buy cars like this. He wants, but my mother-in-law and everyone else knows 
they'll just sit oh. in the front yard and he'll never do them up. So at least this guy, at least he's having a crack well, at it. Well, I do have a time them. limit on him. I do have a time nice. limit, which is three months. Okay. Because I, I have a real estate inspector every three months, so. <laughs> you only got, <laughs> got three cars on your lawn. You got a partner, Luke? Or, <laughs> you got a partner or are you rolling single? Nah, I haven't got time for a partner. Yeah, no, that, that checks out. <laughs> Definitely haven't got a partner. Like no woman or man. $50,000 of luxurious home upgrades for just 5K? Yes, please. Search Montgomery Homes. One, two, three, it's like ABC. It's 106.9 10K Alphabet. 30 seconds, answer 10 questions, all starting with the same letter. We have to take your first answer. Can't use the same answer twice. And if you're unsure of the question, you can say pass. We'll come back to you, of course, if there is time. Uh, we go to a beautiful part of the world. We go to Shortland. We go to Jane. Hello, Jane. Hello, how are you? Very good. Thanks, Jane. Sounds like you've got some exciting plans for the 10K. What are you doing? I have. I'm off to Vegas in February, Whoa. so I'm very excited. Yes, Jane. Who are you going with, babe? Uh, my family. We're going over there for the NRL. Oh, you, oh, oh you're doing right. the opening round of the NRL? Yes. Oh, that's unreal, Jane. Are you doing a package deal or did you did you book it individually? No, just doing it all ourselves. Oh, that's awesome. Very jealous. Mm. Now, Vegas yeah. will look different with the family. What, yeah. what activities? Oh, no, I always travel with family. Um, yeah, it's all good. Very good. What, yeah. what activities have you got planned? Are you going to the Sphere? Caesar's Palace, baby. Um, that's new, so yeah, definitely going there. I've been there twice before, so. Jane's a Vegas veteran, baby. Wow, she knows hey. what's up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she Vegas. is, that giggle. Well, your letter this morning is N, as in the third letter of your name, okay, Jane? N. Okay. Unless you're J-A-Y-N, I don't know. No, no. Okay, your time will start after the first question. Here we oh. go. Come on, Jane. Come on. Come on. Come on, babe. Starting with the letter N, I need you to give me a body part. Um, D. A band. A band? Um, Nirvana. An occupation. Neurosurgeon. An astronaut. Neil Armstrong. An element. Neon. A soccer club. Uh, pass. An adjective. Um, now? A girl's name. Um, Nelly. A mythical place. Mythical place? Yes. Um, hey, you got yourself five there, Jane. Well done. And you've got a hundred dollars to spend at the Skin Matrix, your local skin and wellness hub with over 35 brands. Beautiful. Thank but you. No worries. Let's Thanks, take you through them. A body part, the nipple or the neck is what you're after there. A soccer club, the Newcastle Jets. An adjective. Oh, now I'm not sure Nanny. about the yeah. naughty you could have got. Mm. And a mythical place, yes, as the guys said, Narnia Neverland. Oh, Jane, I really wanted oh. you to win that money for Vegas. Yeah. Oh, it's so nerve wracking. Oh, <laughs> the is. first thing she said was knee, which is technically a K. Oh, yes. Even if you had got all 10, yes. imagine that. We would have said two. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. That yeah. silent K will get yes. you. Yes. Yes, no. Ah, damn it. Ah, well, enjoy, good. enjoy Vegas anyway. Enjoy the long frozen daiquiris that you drink walking down the street. Mm. Will do. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Always great to have this legend joining us, uh, the one and only Danny Badiris, who is doing something pretty cool uh, with the Mark Hughes Foundation. They are hovering, uh, They are heading to the Everest Base Camp Twin Peaks Summit. The great man joins us now. Good morning, Bedsy. Good morning. How are we? Mate, very well. But t- talk to us about this. Everest, that's, uh, that's pretty hectic. Yeah, zero sleeps. We're, we're away this afternoon, so looking forward to that. We've uh, got 20 trekkers, and everyone's had a real good crack at 
raising as much money as they can for the uh, for the trek, and uh, yeah, leave at three o'clock this afternoon for Mac Jones, and um, yeah, it's, it's exciting because yeah, when you pack your bag, you go, what the hell have I got to take? Because it's more than thirteen, and I think I've got my bag packed, but I'm not sure. I'll make another colour, I think, this afternoon at some time. And how do you train for something like this? Like even Mount Kosciuszko, our highest, is not about half the size of where base camp is on Everest. Yeah, well, our, our fearless leader, Mark Hughes, he's obviously leading the charge, and um, he's got an, an airlocker over at Katara, and we get over there a fair bit and really um, pump it up to about 4,000 metres a fair bit. So we've been doing a lot of that and just a lot of walks, and I think that's the best thing about it. Everyone's got different capabilities from you know, um, fitness and whatnot, but everyone trains really hard, lose weight, whatever they've got to do to get on get on task to make sure they can complete the, the trek and that's the best thing everyone's you know together and you've got a common purpose to, to get to the top amazing now how top, do you even get the there like how much travel is <laughs> you know. how much travel is actually required before you even start trekking yeah well we probably go about 70 about 76 kilometers i think it is but it's all in high altitude so um we get up to around five five eight five thousand eight hundred meters nearly six thousand oh meters gosh. so we're going a lot higher we're going pretty high this time so this is probably nearly highest we've been um but yeah this is sixth trek it's, you know we raised so much money for for brain cancer it's been huge and um you know we've probably had bill peden who be there today doing it um He's, he's probably done five, five of the six, and, wow. and Mark's, Mark's done pretty much every one of them, obviously. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great great cause, obviously, and, but the main thing, yeah, you get something out of it. Now, Betsy, you've got a, quite the crew going. Trent Robinson, Roosters coach, uh, the Chiefs going, you know, Billy Peden. Um, who is most likely to complain the entire way <laughs> out well, of all those tough men? So there's a couple of guys aren't going in Chiefs, one of those, because Chief come, he's become a, a granddad, so oh. he's, uh, he can't go. Okay. But my tent mate usually is uh, Steve Crow, and he's not going either. So Crowey's been a real um, – we've got this thing called the goblet. So the goblet, you win the goblet. Um, at the end of the end of the trek for being the most the best on ground really so uh, Kirk he usually wins that with his energy so he won't be going but on, it's up the goblet is up for grabs okay, so right. yeah so we're excited to think who's going to come to the floor and, and really put their hand up to grab the goblet so that's so that's good something we're really excited about but um I'm, I've got a new roommate in Mark Mark's my new roommate I've never roomed with Mark but I've got a feeling there's the some real um, unique experiences with him rooming with him. So I'll, I'll, let's touch base when I get back and I'll um, <laughs> get on him. Yeah, good. And did you, like back in your footy days, was was altitude training a thing? Like, Yeah, I, I think a lot of some clubs have got altitude chambers in their, in their facilities and different things. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's some, some clubs go overseas. They go to Colorado and I know a lot of the AFL clubs do, do altitude training, but um, – yeah, not not in rugby league. That's it's probably for the bit more expensive clubs. But um, yeah, it's something. Go over to the go to the one of the airlockers around town and over at Katara was huge. It's it's a great experience. Altitude um, training is so tough too. Yeah, Pugin, yeah. like you feel so sick. Yeah, yeah. It's not quite the same in Australia though. Pop down to Falls yeah. Creek and yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the biggest challenges is going slow. Like it's pretty much from yeah. walking down to the shops, but you, you just walk. You just walk so slow because the altitude's really you know there's not much air. So that's, that's a big challenge in itself. Oh, mate, it's going to be so unreal. And how much money uh, have you guys set out to raise and where are we at with that? Uh, well, we just mine was about 10000 each person. You want sort of, you know, 20 trekkers. So, you know, around 
as much as we can around 250,000, but we're nearly around 500,000 now, which is wow, amazing. Amazing. Such a big crack. And just so if we can give anyone's got a, a spare couple of bucks, just to give it one last push before we can jump on the bus and head off. But that'd be, you know, head to the Marquis Foundation website and follow the links on that. But um, yeah, it's, if you haven't already donated, it'd be amazing. But at the same time, everyone that's chipped in, it's there's just been such big supporters of the foundation and what we're about to do. Absolutely. Make sure you donate now. And good luck with it, Bedsy. I'm, I'm really excited. We'll get you on when you come back. I'm really excited to see how you guys go and who complains the most and who has the good pump up. I'm, I'm picturing Billy Peden having the yeah, pump up the speech. Goblet. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope you get me on when I get back. That'd be nice. Well, <laughs> make sure I come back. <laughs> you got it, mate. You got it. Well, you take that yeah. optimism into the trek, mate. Uh, get on to the Mark Hughes Foundation <laughs> website now. Support Danny and the boys as they take on Everest Bait Base Camp. Yeah. Uh, amazing job, mate, and thanks for your time. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Tough. Now, what I'm about to say, look, I was a bit worried about saying it. Uh, first of all, um, worried about being a little bit divisive. You know, we have a pretty light show. We like to bring joy to people in the morning. Totally. And we like to keep it light. Mm -hmm. But uh, I just feel as though tomorrow we have such a great opportunity with the referendum happening. And mm -hmm. I think I personally would regret if I didn't use the platform that I'm extremely lucky to have to at least put forward my point of view and the reasons why I'm doing it. Because if it can change anybody's mind, then I think that's a step in the right direction. Obviously, I'm talking about the referendum on The Voice being put into our constitution. Now, if you've already voted... Or if you've already decided yes or no, that's the great thing about Australia. You know, we get mm. to have a say. Um, but for those on the fence, A, here's some info. And B, if you're excited about having a say, really, that's all Indigenous Australians want. They want to be yeah. able to have a say in things that affect them. So, first of all, a lot of people saying, you know, this voice to parliament, it's not perfect. It's not as far, maybe, as some people want to go with it. But it's a step in the right direction. Mm. So I think it's better that we take a step in the right direction rather than do anything. It's an opportunity to create history, history that's happened in a lot of countries already, a lot of countries yeah. who have an Indigenous body of population. They have it in different forms. And even in Australia, in the Torres Strait, we do have this in a very slightly different form, a governing body that looks after its own people. Now, for people who are worried, you know, they're going to take my land or anything like that, um, you probably actually won't notice any change at all. It is just mm. an advisory body from Indigenous Australians, selected by Indigenous Australians, about issues that pertain to Indigenous Australians. Mm. You will not use, lose your land. You won't really notice any difference at all. However, if you vote yes, you will make a massive difference to people who have been around for a lot longer than the settlers of this nation. Um, now, if you're worried about other groups getting the door open to them, having, you know, a voice enshrined in Parliament as well, you know, maybe you're worried about people of different cultures or different abilities or maybe, you know, people who dress like dogs. I don't know. The thing is, you're seeing what we're going through right now, this big vote that everybody gets to have. That would have to happen mm. for every single one of those groups. Yeah. So if you're just like, oh, what if, you know, I don't know, Greek people or whatever also wanted a voice. You would need to vote for it. So it can't just be sprung on you. And also... 80% of Indigenous Australians want this in a lot of different votes. Like, think of recent memory. You might think, oh, 20% don't, or Jacinta Price doesn't, or whatever. Think of any other vote that's had 80% in recent memory. Even Boaty yeah. McBoatface yeah. only got 64% yeah. of that yeah. vote. Yeah, Like, mm. it was overwhelming. And the last thing is, so many people are saying, if you don't know, vote no. Mm. It's all 
pretty clearly stated. Yeah. If you Google yeah. The Voice Australia, the first response, the first response has all the info that you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Thank you for saying that. That's yeah. all right. In Absolutely my opinion, agree. I think tomorrow is a big yes from me personally. Yeah. Totally. And I think for me, I was driving to work this morning and I felt pretty sad this week because, you know, a lot of the um, projected polling that's coming out is saying that if the yes vote is going to get up, you know, it's, it's going to be a pretty hard one to win at this point. Mm. And I was thinking about how that's going to feel on Sunday. Mm. If we wake up on Sunday and a majority of Australians have said, no, I don't want Indigenous Australians to have a say or an opinion or a voice on matters that pertain to them. What does that say about the country we live in? Yeah. And yeah. what does that say about the world and the country that I love so much that my son has to grow up in? Like, how do I explain that to Buddy when he's old enough? That, mm. yeah, you know, the um, Indigenous Australians, like the, 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 the oldest living culture on earth that took such amazing, beautiful care of this nation for so long before we came and um, committed really horrible atrocities upon them, which really isn't what this is about. But what is that? How do I explain that to him? That, yeah, then all Australians, we went and we we had this big vote, but a majority of those Australians decided that they didn't want them to have a say on matters that pertained to them. Um, And that's not something I can really live with, to be Mm. perfectly honest. And I think the point you made, Nick, is a really good one. If you're a non-Indigenous Australian... This will have no effect on your life. No. It will have absolutely no effect on your life. Yeah. So this is an opportunity for us to really do something for other people. You know, I think that's, that's, that's the most selfless thing, right? Yeah. Is when we can do something good for someone else that, you know, doesn't necessarily benefit us. And that's the kind of person I want to be. That's the kind of Australian I want to be. That's the kind of Australia I want to live in. Yeah. And I know we're all sick of no one wants to be told what to do. No one wants to be told how to vote. I get that. But to me, it's not political. It's just an opportunity for us to be the nation we want to be and be the kind of people and parents, you know, we want to be. And, and, and don't let it be political as well. Like this, if you don't know, yeah. vote no and stuff. Like how it, it, it takes no time to Google it and look for yourself for the facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can yeah. decide what you can figure out what's fear and what's fact. For yourself. Totally. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Don't like, vote out of fear. Totally agree yeah. with that. And, and don't say anything, oh, I don't know, I don't care. I've just got to vote. Don't think of it like a regular election day or something like that where you've just got to turn mm. up and vote. Like actually put some time and thought into it because it does affect a yeah. lot of people. Yeah, and it does. Totally. And it's so easy to vote no. No one will know. Yeah, you no know, one knows. Yeah. No, you're behind closed doors and it means that for the majority of Australians it won't change your life. It's like whatever, but... Just think about it. When you're doing it, when you're in the poll, make sure you're either right, yes or no, whatever you're choosing. Yeah. But just think about if it was a mate of yours and they're going to mm-hmm. be affected by this and it's going to do so much good to not only like their self-esteem, but how they feel about mm-hmm. the nation that they live in that have been here for 65,000 yeah. plus years. Just have a think about how it could change their life without affecting you in any way at all. Yeah. Yeah. These are some situations where we need to ask, don't ya? Or do ya? Yeah, you won't be asked a simpler question. It's just do you, don't you? You get involved on 131060. The rules of engagement are whatever. 
whatever we decide, <laughs> we, we must do. go forth and do. Yeah, you're on debut here, Ash London, for do, don't you? This is your first round of it, um, yeah. and what a way to I kick it off! I love a bit of division too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just disagree. That's what we need more of in the world: yeah. division and disagreement. More hate uh, and disagreeing. No yep. more than eight yep. minutes ago, we were talking about uh, our opinions on the mm, voice, and uh, now mm. let's divide the nation. <laughs> Thirteen, ten, sixty. Uh, do you? Don't you? Get nude in front of the family. Okay. I'll, uh, nude, I'll, I'll even take, would you take undies and undies and bra? No, I suppose it's got to be fully naked. It's got to be nude. It's got to be fully naked. It's got to be nudie, Rudy. Yeah. Heidi, Heidi Klum, uh, supermodel Heidi Klum, she's divided the internet. When she has revealed, she walks around completely naked in front of her entire family. Not just her husband, but her kids who are 19, 18, 16, and 13 years of age. I that think. Is- I think if you get, I'm a, I'm a don't you, but wow. I think if you get nude in front of the family, if they're really young, it's okay. But when they're yeah. 18 and 16, that's that's not right. But the thing is that I've noticed is when do you, when do you like stop? Like at what age? Because mm. it just morphs into not necessarily being appropriate. But at what age is that? Like what's the day you go, all right, be nude in front of the kids the whole time. Now I'm going to stop. Yeah. Because. I think usually it's. It's a point where the kid says something and you go, okay, <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the last time we would do that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We have, we have. It's a f- At the moment, we're a big do-year in our household, right? And if I wasn't a do-year, we wouldn't yep. have invented the term doodle beard in our household, first yes. of all. And yeah. secondly, oh, wow. we actually wrote a song for our family. Um, this is it right here, um, which, which like we sing along after the bath, guys. My little You know, that wouldn't have come about unless we were a nude household. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, I do love a Rudy Nudie after the bath if if Buddy's the Rudy Nudie one. I certainly, um, I'm not doing nudie runs. No. But it's like, <laughs> it all out. we need to love and accept our bodies and not shame them and not make them weird things, but... I also, just I'm completely uncomfortable with it. We had um, we had a, a lovely hit family member call us months ago saying when their daughter saw them naked, they said, Mum, why have you got all these ants on your private parts? <laughs> 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 so, you know, that kids can be savage. But producer Snooze, well, you've got a fun story about your family with this. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Um, look, uh, I'm 28 and sometimes I can go home to Sydney and my dad is still... In the nude. Paul Starkers. Um, yeah. Because he's like, well, it's my house. I'll do what I want. Fair. But he likes um, skinny dipping a lot. So <laughs> in the pool, um, it's regular and I carry on. Like I scream and he just laughs. He goes, leave if you have a problem with it. So I just think I'm a bit old for it. Like it's just, it's for, really weird. For Paul's pain in the pool. <laughs> Oh, there is nothing more vivid than that. Uh, Okay, this is going to be great. 13, 10, 60, do, don't you, get nude in front of the family. Whatever the hit family decide, we'll all go forth and do. Yep. Uh, So give us a call. It's more awkward for you two with kids than it is for me. (laughs) Just you and your wife. Yeah, yeah. Give us a call. And the dog. Jess from Blacksmith on 13, 10, 60. Uh, Where do you stand on it? I'm a do ya. Okay. I have... (laughs) Three kids, uh, 16, 13, and four and a half. Um, usually it's just to and from the shower and they catch me, but this morning my 16-year-old came out and I was ironing my work shirt, casually in the lounge room, completely naked, and he's like, Mom, can you at least put a shirt on? <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm ironing it. <laughs> I'm in the process. <laughs> and do you think, Jess, you'll continue to do this no matter what age your kids are? 
Yeah, I don't care. If they don't like it, they can look away. My oh, yeah. house. Okay. It's 16 now. Like, yeah, I mean, that's the... They've the, seen it all. Yeah. Tori and Cessnock, do you? Don't you get nude in front of the family? Don't you? Oh, why not, Tori? Oh, my girl. Because okay, my mum still walks around naked and it creeps me out. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we're hearing this side of it, the person who it, the the nudity is being thrust oh, upon. The now, how old are you and has it always been happening with you and your mum? I'm almost 30 and, yeah, she just doesn't care. Yeah, She'll right. sit on the lounge with no shirt on oh and it's just creepy. Just lots of girls hang out on the lounge yeah. watching TV. It's good to hear from the scarred individuals as well. Yeah, mm. yeah, you can hear it to his voice. She sounds a bit broken. Uh, let's go to Kate and Woodbury, uh, 131060. Kate, dude, don't you get nude in front of the family? Absolutely do ya. I love a good old naked bomb into the pool when no one's expecting it. And, um... <laughs> Yeah, forever naked, dancing around the house. My daughter just rolls her eyes with this little smirk, like she's holding the laugh, but most of the time she's pretty grossed out. <laughs> so, I love daughter. the bomb. My <laughs> boyfriend seems to love it, and my, my daughter's just like, ugh, <laughs> revolting. Yeah. Especially after that story that you told the other day of like the Wet and Wild-style water park where the lady went down the slide and oh, got a big, things got a big went wedgie. all inside. Yeah, got a big wedgie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, look. I f- be careful out there. Be careful out there. Watch those wedges. I'm feeling like it's skewed one way, but you know. We go to Brooke in Mayfield. Do you? Don't you? Get nude in front of the family. I do. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> it's important to keep kids' body parts. And the other day, my little boy was on the toilet saying, "I've got a baby coming out." When he was pooing, so I think okay. it's really important. It is for, you know, kids to be exposed to that sort of stuff. In fact, a friend, of, a friend of mine has a family that they actually try and get other family members nude in front of their young children so that they can understand what? different body types. Yeah. No so it's not way. just mummy and daddy's no. body type. Like embarrassing bodies, but real. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Okay. What? Yeah. rocking up for family barbecue. Yeah. Come on, just, uh, you're Kids are looking pretty saggy today. Yeah, it's yeah. That, uh... <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Graham, see, can you get yours out too, Graham? We're going to show them everything. Uh, well, there you go, Ash. So that's your first do you, don't you? And it is a big do you for nudes. So that's what you've got to go forth and do as the rules of engagement. Nah. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Welcome to Nick, Jess and Taco with Ash London's bottom three. Well, that's mouthful. Anyway, we're celebrating the low points of the week on the show. Is Very the well. pig still alive? Oh, oh, Billy's gonna giggle. Actually, the they didn't all become oh, bacon. Some of them were slaughtered. Okay. <laughs> Number three. Ellie from Cardiff works in childcare, and it's safe to say she has seen some things. But when discussing the items that have been smuggled into her daycare by toddlers, this has got to top the line. Ellie's in Cardiff. Uh, Ellie, what's your kid smuggle? So I'm a preschool teacher. We get quite a few random things on random days. Mum's magic card. So mum was without a credit card for the day. <laughs> magic like credit card. card. That's so good. Yep. Magic yep. card. It says ING on it. Unbelievable. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, fluffy handcuffs. Stop it. Fluffy handcuffs. Child, yeah. And his response was, Daddy uses them on Mummy when we're supposed to be in bed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice to hear how people describe their partners, especially if it's Ducko being described. How quickly do you go from missing your kid to being like, I'm over you now? It's yeah. amazing that they can be so little 
and so exhausting and need so much from you. Yeah. You sound like, like my wife describing me. So little, so exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> Needing so much. I just love watching him sleep. <laughs> my little feet running around the house. <laughs> Ash London started the show this week filling in for Jess and she really brought with her a theme. It's going to be difficult, but see if you can pick what that theme was. I was going to ask about hemorrhoids, but the hemorrhoid was the one thing I didn't see coming. How did you get rid of hemorrhoids, Ash? Ash has been on for whole, a whole three minutes and we've gone to hemorrhoids. Yeah, normalised hemorrhoids, Ash. I actually haven't had hemorrhoids yet. You've was never had hemorrhoids? No. Hemorrhoid. Irritable guts and hemorrhoids. All about hemorrhoids. Wait, can we just quickly talk about something other than hemorrhoids? Well, you do know yeah. about hemorrhoids. I know about hemorrhoids. That is, we've come back to hemorrhoids stuff, which is what I was trying to avoid. Hemorrhoids. I haven't got a hemorrhoid yet. And my wife didn't get hemorrhoids either. I normalise hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoid situations. Looks like a hemorrhoid. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it for Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London's Bottom 3. Hemorrhoids. That was the Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London podcast. There's a one in four chance to win with the Monopoly game now at Macca's. Ends October 24. For full terms, visit mcdonalds.com.au. It's 106.9.